Hello and welcome to another High Ground Special Edition podcast. I'm Ronald Bailey. Today, I'm excited to be speaking with Mr. Richard Yu, Director of U.S. Army Space and Missile Defense Command's Capability Development Integration Directorate, or CDID, which falls under the SMDC Center of Excellence. Mr. Yu is a member of the Senior Executive Service and has more than 30 years of operational and acquisition experience in government civilian positions with the Army, Air Force, Missile Defense Agency, NATO, and the Office of Secretary of Defense. Mr. Yu, thanks for taking time out of what I know is a busy schedule to speak with us about your cool job. Thank you. Thank you for having me. First and foremost, what's cool about your job and your role as the CDID Director? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is that I'm part of a developing the future of the Army and the Joint Forces. To me, that's pretty cool because, you know, I like building things. Uh, that's one of the reasons I'm an engineer uh, by trade. And, and uh, what cool thing about that is that we're building things, not just uh, uh, equipment or material, material type of things, but, but rather capability, a capability that, that our Army soldiers use today and tomorrow into the future. So I'm part of that enterprise, that building the future and shaping how the Army is going to meet its mission uh, inside of the Joint Forces. So when you say capability, does that mean developing the material or the stuff that makes us more capable? It's, it's not just the material development, uh, but, but rather it's a capability development, which means that uh, you have to couple the soldiers with the material solution together inside of the architecture and inside of the formation to be able to deliver that capability. So we call that capability development. Now we don't do material development, but, but we do develop the requirements that drives the material development being done at the acquisition uh, executives, the, the program executive officer and project management office, that chain of command. They're the ones who develop the uh, material that we need but we develop everything else around it so that we can have trained, organized, and equipped soldiers to fight in the Joint Forces. What was the path that led you to your current job, which is also a senior executive service level position? Well, first of all, there's uh, no uh, one path that leads to uh, where I am. So, so for me, uh, I got recruited right out of college by the uh, Air Force recruiter as a civilian. And uh, the, the, I went through uh, different program offices. Um, so went through the acquisition uh, in the Air Force world, uh, including taking some key position in the AWACS program office at the Hanscom Air Force Base. Uh, from there, I also went to, uh, became the chief engineer for F-16 program office. And of course, uh, from there, I also spent some time in the MDA, Missile Defense Agency world. Uh, where I was part of the, the ground-based mid-course defense capability. So I also had the pleasure of uh, working as a deputy project manager for FAD. That's the Terminal High Altitude Aerial Defense. From there, uh, also, uh, I went to uh, NATO uh, as an acquisition executive for the strategic systems at the NATO capabilities. I also spent some time at the uh, Office of Undersecretary of Defense for acquisition technology and logistics. And then from there, I actually spent some time uh, at the uh, United States Strategic Command as a founding member or plant holder for the uh, Joint Functional Component Command for Integrated Missile Defense, or commonly known as the JFCCIMD. So I spent about 10 years there as uh, the first J-8 
and then uh, first the command, command's first technical director, and then bounce back and forth between TD plus the JA work as well. So, so uh, uh, the, my current position is uh, senior executive service, Kajure. Uh, uh, so it just happens that that this seated is a uh, is a coded as an SES position. That's how I got here. Okay, the senior executive service. Some of us in the civil service might understand what that is, but that's not something that's particularly well known outside that community. What is the SES and what do those people do? Are they kind of like the civilian equivalent to general officers? Uh, senior executive service or SES was established by the Civil Service Reform Act of 1978. So that law, that statute, uh, established the SES within the federal government, not just DOD, but but uh, within the, all the federal government to to ensure that the executive management of the government of the United States is responsive to the needs, policies, and goals of the nation, and otherwise is of the highest quality. So members of the SES serve in the key positions just below the top presidential appointees. So they're the basically go-between uh, between political appointees that are come and go based on the administrations. And the rest of us uh, in the federal workforce from GS15 and below. This is largely largely true also within DoD as well. Except we also have general officers, as you mentioned.、Uh, general officers, career officers are career military professionals serving in a similar function as the SES. It's the go between the、uh, the bigger body of work. And、we have in the civil service as well as military service, and the political appointees like the Secretary of the Defense or Secretary of the Army, and so forth and so on. The go-bet、uh, is the the executives working in between the political appointees and the the workforce to make sure that the stability and execution of the、uh, executive mission、uh, is done correctly. So, so in the practical term, SES is a grade level just above GS15. Uh, just 15 or equivalent、uh, at demo as well, and that's at the 06 level equivalent. So you could say the SES is、uh, equivalent to、uh, general officers、uh, for、uh, ranks. And for protocol perspective,、uh, it is、uh, treated at the、uh, general officer rank as well. What is it about your specific duties that excite you? You know, what motivates you to want to get up in the morning and go to work? Uh, so, so yeah, every day that what really gets me up uh, uh, in the morning and get me excited is that, that every day I get to work with、uh, like-minded people, and that drives the way that I work, and that, that that's the reason that motivates me to get up in the morning, if you will.、So、sometimes making history is is a big deal、uh, in our world. For example, most of us can't tell what we were doing when、uh, the Armstrong、uh, stepped into the moon,、uh, or when the Berlin Wall fell. So, so we in our capital development world, likewise. Now, I was the team that working with the people, like-minded people, in de- delivering those ground-based mechanical defenses in 2004. It's the first we made history in make, delivering the first capability to defend ourselves against ICBM threats. So the exciting part is that I'm surrounded with like-minded people with the one aim to develop the capability for the army for this our mission, and that's really exciting, sir. Through the course of all of our careers, we face challenges. What kind of challenges did you have in your career, and how did you overcome them? More importantly, that's a very difficult question. Obviously, we all have challenges in our lives and in careers. 
And for me, I usually bend my challenges in two categories. Challenges with me, is something that I can control, and challenges with others or environments around, the, uh, around us that, that I don't have control over. Uh, so one of the wise counsel that I received earlier in my career is do the best you can with things that you have control over and try to minimize effects on things that, that you have no control over. So with that in mind, the biggest challenges in my career has always been rooted in my readiness to take on the challenges of my job and my environment. By this, I mean, uh, I don't mean that I'm not, I wasn't ready or I'm not ready to do or qualified to do my job, but by no means that. What I do mean is that am I ready and able to go beyond what is expected of me in delivering capability to the mission and, of course, the right attitude. All right. For someone listening to this right now who may be starting a career with the civil service and they're saying, I'm listening to this guy and and I'd like to be like him someday. I'd like to achieve what he's done in my own career. What advice do you have for them? So so the first thing is that I'm reminded of a common saying that uh, if you do what you love, you won't work a day in your life. So my suggestion is uh, find your passion uh, in your career and stay on it. If that's difficult to do, uh, I would say that, well, at least don't do stuff that you hate. Secondly, I recommend everyone to always be ready. Uh, earlier, I talked about be able and ready to take on the challenges. Uh, that's something that you can control. Uh, this includes how to be able uh, in terms of uh, education, training, and attitude, and be able to uh, apply those based on the authority and the environment of which they were given. Don't measure success based on promotions or what grade you are. Because I think that's something, you know, promotion is not something that you can do. Others do it for you or others select you to a new position, but you cannot promote yourself. But you have control over your attitude, your experience, your ability to drive towards your passion, towards servanthood to this nation. Thank you, sir. Any parting comments, you know, anything about why your job is so special to you and what it's like to work here at Space and Missile Defense Command? What, what, what cool about my job is, is, is that we're at the cusp uh, in our history to make space more relevant to the Army than any time before. And we're in the, we're in the middle of that and changing that narrative for the Army to bring the space bring the high altitude capability into the main formation. We are in the midst of uh, making the history for the Army. And, and to, uh, to top it off, we got some great professional here in the SNDC, basically family uh, around us with a like-minded mission to get at that history-making venture. So that makes my job really cool and really thankful and grateful that I get to serve in this uh, command because of that.